0: Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Titanertar, Tyranitar? yeah, It's Tanner. Is it- Tanner's Titan- your name? Titanertar, okay. aka Tanner Green Ring.
1: Tanner, that's right.
0: And I am joined, as always, by my co-host,
1: Polly Josh Two, po- aka Joshua Fields Porygon Two. It's Porygon, so it should be Pory Josh. Oh, is it Two? Wait, is it? It's not Polygon in these games. No. It's Porygon, right? I'm yeah. not Polly either. Pori josh my uncle unclear Two. but i can tell you i'm not okay have you ever tried <laughs> i guess not so i guess it's poly uh, ambiguous right
0: <laughs> i wouldn't say you're not i wouldn't say you are but i wouldn't say you're not It's an Experience here. It's Pokemon podcast. Each week we play through a new Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are in an interstitial season right now, playing through Pokemon Colosseum, and this is the final episode of Colosseum. I know we said we were gonna do four, yeah. but turns out everyone hates the interstitial season. <laughs> well, and you were on hiatus. And I was on hiatus, so we had to do a couple of filler and episodes, now but it's I'm like, back.
1: We've been in season three and all of its iterations for months i don't know six months it feels like yeah we gotta get out of here man were we in season three when the pandemic started yeah (laughs) wow so maybe we'll get out of season three by the time the pandemic is ending but we are only doing three episodes about coliseum so this is the last one and we will talk about the post game but we are not doing it we do i I did a little okay i went and fought kale yeah i know what it is so we could talk about it but fuck it yeah you know next week
0: we'll pick up with pokemon gale of darkness xd and we'll probably try to blaze through those pretty quickly too so we can get on to season four and pokemon diamond and pearl
1: yeah if anyone is playing along with gale of darkness we have cut that down to three episodes also we were originally planning five and we will again not be doing the post game because we're trying to get everyone to Sinnoh yeah let's get to Sinnoh Josh
0: after a, a brief hiatus after a couple weeks off, we are back in, O-or- or uh, or or yeah, <laughs> yeah to
1: catch some shadow Pokemon and to defeat some anime boys and to I don't know liberate this land from all of these competing criminal syndicates.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of criminal syndicates and they start like getting pretty chummy.
1: Yeah, that's what we discovered this week.
0: So we we beat it. We beat the game. We did. But before we get into that, Joshua, let's start at the beginning. Where were we? Which is where we left off last week. And by last week, I mean clear, close to a month ago now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: where did we leave
1: off? I had to do a refresher where we were. We were still in the under. under. We had just gotten off the subway. We'd tried to capture Lady Venus. She escaped, but her peons conveniently dropped the main gate key, which leads to the shadow Pokemon lab that they had all been brazenly bragging about.
0: We found it, and we went there, and it's a little bit complicated. You go in the main building, and there's nothing there, and then you go in a side building, and you have to like find the key card scanner that will open the door, and yeah, you kind of end up going back and forth between these two buildings a lot on a lot of little like errands. It's very like team rockety. Well, it's very like umbrella corpy. Like it's all underground. There's like sub levels on sub levels. Like oh yeah. There's a ton of stuff going on in this little little lab, but you eventually find your way deep underground, and there's all sorts of labs and equipment set up. And it mm-hmm. turns out that this is the place that EiN, from the the titular EiN file, the man himself, yeah, has been turning Pokemon into Shadow Pokemon. Um, did you also notice that there's like a weird obsession
1: with pseudo wudo?
0: I did in these games. There's like lots of pseudo wudo statues around, and like
1: Team Cipher has a pseudo wudo like fetish. Yeah, one
0: of the like puzzles in the uh, the Shadow Lab is you have to like take pseudo wudo's DNA to open up a door. At one point, it's like, why are these people so fucking obsessed with pseudo wudo?
1: Yeah, of all Pokemon. Yeah the the main puzzle in the Shadow Lab is that you need to find three DNA samples that are I think randomly spread throughout it, yeah. And those DNA samples you eventually analyze at like uh, some room in the lab, and then that's like a a key code to get into the section that Ein is in.
0: But before we get there, we 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 start our journey in the underground. We come up above ground after uh, defeating Venus and driving her away and saving Net, or no, it's not Net. It's um the boy.
1: Silva what who are we saving the boy who is trapped the boy the boy who was trapped Silva Silva yeah he's not a, I think he's a man or at least an adolescent but no I think he's one of one of the boys he's who, oh he's because he's Duking's associate but he he's is Duking's associate yeah he's like the uh the fucking interlocutor between them and the kids grid that's right the kid grid yeah yeah
0: God, I love the kid kids grid.
1: Kids grid stays very involved throughout this whole section.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do a lot of little fetch quests for that.
1: And prominently in the post-game as well.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we find ourselves in Pyrite Town. There's not a lot to do here. Um, you've obviously got the, the main gate code now, so you're you're headed to the Shadow Pokemon lab.
1: You can just go directly from Pyrite to the Shadow Pokemon lab, but I had a feeling that my mon were underleveled, so I actually ran the, the gamut in Pirate Town. The building. The Pirate Town building. I did Battle Square, pyrite Building, and then the Cave with uh, where Mirror B formerly lodged. Okay. And he's no longer there? No. You took off. Did you do this? Do you know who's there? I didn't go deep into the caves, no. I went all the way through it and I encountered Miracle B. Who's Miracle Bee? He's like a Mirror B impersonator. Does he look like Mirror B? He wants to, but his all of his dialogue is mostly stressed out about the fact that he is unable to grow and maintain a beautiful afro like Mirror B. Okay, I'm looking at his sprite now. It looks like they took one
0: of the like random cipher uh, peon heads with like the
1: helmet and the visor. Yeah, and they put it on Mirror B's body. Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. It's like just like a yellow suit peon. Yeah. yeah. And he's very upset. uh, He wants to be the next Mirror Bee, but he can't grow the Afro. uh, And he thinks that that's the key to his success. But it looks like he's trying. He's got a little red sort of poof and a little white poof. You know what else is interesting?
0: He's got a pseudo wudo.
1: Yes, he does. The pseudo wudo thing. Maybe this guy's the mastermind, Miracle Bee. I can't remember if he's in Gale of Darkness. I think Mirror B is, so I would be surprised if Miracle B is Is Gale also. of Darkness
0: just a sequel to Coliseum?
1: Yeah. That's why we're doing both. Right. Cuz it's in or also and almost all of these locations are in it as well. Right. As well as new ones. So you did some grinding. I leveled up I think 2 or 3 times throughout that circuit i did
0: a lot of grinding too but i never i went into the caves a little but i never went deep because anytime you leave the pyrite building and come back in everyone resets so there's almost no need to go into the cave you can just do the building over and over again
1: i think that's probably the most efficient way of doing it i just made it far enough that i was like oh i don't want to go all the way back to the top and now i remember that there's like a healing machine way down in the basement right because mirror B treats his his people well yeah so anyway, we, we beat Pyrite Town, we, we level
0: up a little, and then we head to the Shadow Pokemon Lab. Joshua, I want to draw your attention to something.
1: Okay. It's a Pokemon. I'm familiar with Pokemon. Uh,
0: who you and I have, have had dealings with for some time, because he's a Gen 1 Pokemon, and his name is Magneton. And there's a lot of scientists in the Shadow Pokemon Lab who like to use Magnetons. Mm-hmm. And did you notice anything about their Magnetons?
1: I did. I don't want to steal your thunder. I think you're going somewhere with this. So I'll let you say it. The Magnetons are just Magnemites. Yeah. This game makes it so clear. The Magneton does-
0: They're like buddies. They are never attached. They're just sort of like floating around one another. Just so obviously, so clearly three Magnemites, which is like, that's what it's always been.
1: But at least like in the static sprites, like there's this- Chance the angles make it unclear. Like especially in like Gen Two, they're sort of angled so that they make up uh I don't know a soft cornered like triangle. What what the hell is yeah. that? Yeah, who knows. But it looks like a honeycomb almost, and they're all stuck together. It looks like yeah they're stuck together, but they're not stuck together. This game makes it clear that
0: as they're floating around in front of you in the enemy team, like it's just three Magnemites, and like when they die, the three Magnemites like fall apart and just turn into magnemites again
1: they're just friends the myth of the magneton is just completely dissolved and i don't don't even get me started on Magnazone. i don't really understand how Magnazone happens like does it get heated up i don't really even know what magnezone is well you know what it? he's kind of like a he looks a little like metagross it's, right it's three but it's like a big one in the middle and they're definitely merged together in magnezone right and who does that Ugh, it's ugly can they like how are they melting all that metal did someone make these the robots MagnaZone, when it's introduced in uh, next gen actually in gen four it only evolves when it's in this like magnetic field that one of the areas has it reacts to like this thunderstorm, this like lightning field situation, basically.
0: Okay, I have something controversial to say. Oh no. I'm looking at pictures of MagnaZone.
1: Anytime you're I looking at pictures think MagnaZone
0: looks kinda cool.
1: Yeah, I think that I've previously said I don't like it, but I think I'm coming around on it as well.
0: I think Magna It's Magne- like Magnumite a UFO ton
1: suck, but MagnaZone kind of redeems it. It looks kinda cool. The little antenna on its head is funny. Yeah. I don't know why it needs that. Cool. I like it. Um, Okay. I I think I might like it. We're going to see it in the wild in Sinnoh. I'm looking forward to that very much. uh, If we ever get there. It's the redemption narrative for Magnuson. The Shadow
0: Pokemon Lab sucks. Yeah. It's long. It's difficult to heal. You have to like...
1: There's no healing in it. There's no healing. You have to like wind your way back up and go like drive somewhere else. You literally had to leave the entire area. You have to go to another town. Yeah. It bankrupted me also. Like I was poor for basically the rest of the game as a result of like not being bothered to just go to PyRite or whatever and heal. And I just stocked up on a bunch of fucking... Hyper Potions. Yeah. They don't pay you very much. The scientists? Compared to the main games. Like any of the trainers. It's kind of a poor region. Yeah, it's... I mean, that's why it's taken over by all this, this criminal syndicate. And we thought right. that they treated their people well, but they don't treat these scientists well.
0: Well, the lab is pretty impressive. It is nice. They just don't pay much of a, like, stipend, you know?
1: No. And then it also, like, the shadow Pokemon in here fucking sucked. Terrible. Terrible. It's like APOM... Grand Bull. I didn't catch a single one of
0: them. I just let them all go. I was like, not not interested.
1: I did too. I mean, in in the last episode, I forget who it was, but I missed one of them, and then I was like, okay, well, I don't give a shit anymore. Apom. Ugh. What would I ever want? Apom infecting the rest of my Pokemon. Ugh. With its disgusting little arm tail. Forretress
0: sucks. It's a sucky Pokemon. I I don't like it, but it's pretty tough
1: oh if you don't have a fire pokemon you're like screwed they got a lot of fucking like
0: defense and hp and they're they're pretty hard to whittle down sometimes
1: yeah but i still managed to get them with Entei. Oh, yeah, you're fine there. I mean, I had yeah. Typhlosion, so it was also fine. But if you don't, I mean, you you have to swap out yeah. to get a fire Pokemon in there to deal with these things.
0: So you make your way through the lab. It turns out that Ein has been sort of clearing the, the lab out of shadow Pokemon and moving them elsewhere. And he, he, it remains to be seen where that elsewhere is. But there's not a lot of, of stuff going on here, just some straggler scientists. And, but eventually you kind of like... You do the puzzle with the DNA and you find your way through the the secret door and you face off against Ein himself. Yeah. And he's easy.
1: Yeah, he he was easy. I do think he had like a good strategy. This is Shadow Pokemon Lab finally had like good battle strategies where they were taking advantage of the fact that every battle in this game is a double battle. Mm-hmm. Like you had scientists who had dual wielding electrodes and like they would both use screech on your pokemon and then self-destruct yeah so you have lower defense and then they blow up that sucks yeah and uh Ein himself uh i believe he had a lantern that would use rain dance and then he'd bring out the raikou raikou Yeah. and then it has 100 percent accuracy thunders which is pretty devastating you better believe i caught
0: that son of a gun i did catch that yeah
1: raikou Um, Can I say something controversial? Yeah, that's the theme. You're like coming out swinging your back on the mic. All controversy. Aynes Golbat. Joe
0: Rogan over here. Do you think so? (laughs) Would Spotify give me a deal?
1: I think so. How about... uh,
0: And I can just constantly fight with the execs at Spotify about how you won't let me have like saddam hussein on the show or whatever and like
1: make for affinity check a 10 minute long segment <laughs> in every episode it's a spinoff podcast let's just talk about fur affinity if that's what we have to do to get picked up let's do it <laughs> we're pivoting it's this is a fur affinity podcast
0: now <laughs> uh speaking of sexy pokemon mm-hmm. ains goldbat Gosh darn, awfully cute. You're into Golbat. The Pokemon Coliseum Golbat model is so dang cute. He's got always got his little like his little wing over his mouth. Like yeah. a Dracula.
1: It is pretty good. He he And every now and him. then he'll pull it away and be like, meh. <laughs> he like wraps himself up in his wings and then he's always like Like dancing. Um <laughs> moving back and forth. <laughs> like He's
0: cute. He reminds me of the bats in like the Dragon Quest games, where they're like they're cuter.
1: They're m- more cute than menacing, you know? And that's mm-hmm. how Golbat felt. I liked him. I do think that Pokemon Colosseum, the GameCube technology, uh, was kind to Golbat. It's kind to a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. It's very
0: mean to some other ones, though, which we'll get into a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about EiN or the Shadow Pokemon Lab? You beat him. He gives you, uh, like,
1: data card. Yeah, he leaves a data ROM disc on his desk. There's also TM26 for Earthquake in here, which is pretty crucial. Chef gifts. Yeah, that made my game. There was a couple of TMs that we pick up this
0: week and last that are so useful for these team battles, and Earthquake is one of them because you can do damage to everyone. Yeah, And if you have like a flying Pokemon in, like Mantine, who I do have, Mm -hmm. Mantine is unaffected by Earthquake, so... You like pair them up. You on the other team. The other good one is Toxic, which I taught to a Pokemon. I did too, yeah. And then like the first few turns, you just use that Toxic to poison the other person's team, and then they just fucking get whittled down. It's so useful. Yeah. Toxic is a, a move I love, but it's especially useful in this game with double Pokemon battles.
1: I'll get into it later. I mean, the top line is I am disappointed with the fact that so many TMs that you can get in this game are... Not accessible until either directly before or right after the main final battles. Yeah. Like you can get Ice Beam and like Flamethrower and all this shit that you would really need, but you have to grind it out in Mount Battle for hours. Right. But the TMs that they leave in the overworld that you can casually find are very specifically and smartly like set up to benefit double battles because it's like toxic, earthquake. There's like Attract, Torment taunt steel wing yeah and most of them are all like oh you're disabling or like disarming somehow one of the other pokemon and then some of them are also like this double hit
0: i'll also say this at some point during the the final realgum tower battle Mm -hmm. someone laid a spikes on me Ooh, golly that sucks
1: oh the skarmory in there yeah probably
0: it sucked taste your own medicine both pokemon on your team get spiked and then like instantly the Pokemon coming in loses like a fifth of their health. God, it sucked.
1: As soon as you find the data ROM disc, you get an email from Net. And he tells you if you find any data in that lab to come bring it to him in the under. And he'll analyze it. Yep. So that's what you do. So you
0: do, you just go back to the under just to do that.
1: And you uh, give him
0: the disc. And that's that. He doesn't do anything with it right away. Yeah,
1: he'll, at some point in this next part, he'll email you again and he's like, oh, it's a list of all the shadow Pokemon. And he's yeah, like, it, but decoding it's not even the f-
0: complete list.
1: He's like, no. here's some of them. And it's like, well, great. What
0: am I supposed to do with this?
1: He's working on like an iMac or some shit. Like, takes a while, I guess. Analyze that's true. All of it. Yeah, it's 2004. So, th- all of this has been happening. While all of this has been happening, it turns
0: out that the construction site that we visited once upon a time to get a, yeah. a a big gear get that windmill working again yeah is done the construction site has been transformed into the realgum tower or
1: realgum or i, think I don't it's know how you want i mean realgum sounds like the best option yeah it sounds but as like Buckcatchers, as you know we just go with what sounds right. Realgum it, sounds right. There's a thing that happens in fantasy video games a lot, like fantasy RPG games,
0: where there's a, an item called a reagent. Okay. It's R-E-A-G-E-N-T, and you read that, and you think, oh, Regent. Yeah. But it's not region. It's reagent. Reagent. Realgum. Realgum. You want to read
1: that, and you would think, realgam. Yeah. But it's not real game. It's gotta be realgam, right? Yeah, and also real games sounds stupid. It sounds like real games. Like this S- is legs. an elegant S- sexy legs. Piece of architecture, you know? Realgum. Real it gam.
0: is not elegant in any way, no. It's it's Gaudy.
1: tiny little bubble rooms separated by like
0: miles of moving escalators. And there's nothing in them. Imagine if you're um Imagine if you're Dakeem and you have to go to the bathroom, and it's like, okay, I have to take <laughs> 20 minutes worth of like moving sidewalk rides to get to like the nearest bathroom. Yeah, it's really poorly designed.
1: Yeah, it is. It was built as though it's a moon base, where like it's just geodesic domes, and each of them has a tunnel with like a mine cart in it, yeah. and they'll have like a couple of people in them and like a gaudy chandelier. Yeah, and then. Mm-hmm.
0: Like pseudo
1: wudo statues, fucking golden pseudo wudo statues.
0: It's weird. It's sort of maze-like. You you enter and you kind of immediately kind of get on one of these moving walkways and find your way to a lot of the old bosses.
1: Yeah, they're all back.
0: And it turns out that this whole
1: thing is operate run and operated by Team Cipher. Yeah, you hear about it like in the Scuttlebutt, uh, like like back in Pyrite, where people are like. Oh, this like cool new Colosseum opened up, and then you find out it's like another trap. But it's it's kind of cool. I don't know. It's it's one of those weird situations where it's like, like as soon
0: as I started fighting like Mirror B and Dakeem and and people like that, I was like, I'm surely not at the point where I'm facing these people again. I must have missed a big chunk of story somewhere. Yeah, you know, like I think I'm so well trained on games like Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy where it's like there's supposed to be endless grinding happening before this, you know, where it's like, I like, I, I missed some big chunk of the game, but no, the game's pretty brief. Like you're already sort of here, you're at the end of the game and you're defeating all your former rivals and bosses again.
1: You know, overall, I do love this game, but one of my complaints that I've had forgotten about is that exactly like it kind of time warps you ahead where they definitely needed to have something in between the under and going to Realgam, because eventually it catches up with you. Like, I was okay for most of this, but eventually in the Colosseum part of this section, uh, everybody is 10 to 15 levels higher than your Pokémon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it sucks. That should not be happening. Like... They I also should feel make like it clear that you should go to Mount Battle or go back and, like, refight a bunch of people. But, like, like the thing is, a new level just, just has a bunch of fucking people
0: in it. I went to Mount Battle and did Mount Battle, and Mount Battle was boring because everyone was too low level. Like, everyone was, like, level 15 at Mount Battle when I went back. And I was like, I'm not
1: doing this. Like, this is so oh, boring. Yeah. Like, I did it you have to grind I mean it sucks for like the first three areas like this is what I'm saying like it should encourage you to go there more staggered throughout the game because you can as as soon as you go to it the first time like they don't start reaching level 40 until the fourth area of it, like the fourth, like chunk, like the fourth, yeah. Ten so, I had to grind through chunk. fucking like level 15s, level 20s, level like 30s.
0: I just didn't have the patience for it. Like, there's other places you can grind, you know, like, yeah. The, I just the, didn't want to do that pyrite circuit again. The pyrite building is like the best place because everyone is your level, you know, yeah. Everyone's, like in the 30s and 40s there, so I don't know. It, I just couldn't, I couldn't, like, I didn't have the patience for for battle tower but also like there are big story points that haven't been resolved yet you know like what's going on with the the relic and the celebi it's like shouldn't i shouldn't we get to the bottom of that like yeah you keep talking about the celebi and the time flutes and the relic and it's like we haven't finished
1: that yet right
0: we saw celebi and we we played the time flute but it's like what does that mean why is there time flute who's what's celebi doing here and nobody you know?
1: cares. Like, no one's trying to
0: figure that out. Like, that's another five hours of content we could have jammed in here and, like, do some leveling, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. Why? I don't, I just, like, I don't get how we skipped to Rialgum Tower in the end of the game so quickly. And so underleveled. Right. <laughs> when I went into Rialgum Tower the first time, I was like, oh, shit, I am not equipped for this, you know? Yeah, and I had it's to like go, a like, shit show. Grind. I still like this game a lot. Yeah. I think it's a lot of to fun. To
1: their credit, like they at least change out what Pokemon these trainers have. Yeah. Other than Mirabi's obsession with Ludicolo. Yeah. So it makes it interesting. You see a lot of different He models. has fewer Ludicolos. He does. He only has two now. And that was actually a problem for me. I'm surprised that Ludicolo has become such a presence in our lives. <laughs> I think I feel like it was me unleashing the Kraken by having one on my team. It's That's like, so you know when you, your friend or you buy a new car and that car is top of mind? Like, oh, you'd never be thinking about like a, a Dodge Stratus or something. And then your friend gets it. And you're like, wait, these are everywhere. That's
0: what I noticed. Do you notice that there's like a certain kind of Subaru Outback? It's like an orange Subaru Outback from like 2019. The, uh, yeah. and I, now Oh, just sort the of uh, Crosstrek. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the Crosstrek.
1: Because I I thought about buying one of those actually. Because I saw them all over my fucking street. I'm like, this Crosstrek. It looks like a nice little half hatchback half, half wagon, and it's sporty and it looks cool. Yeah. And then I looked it up, and now I can I still can't stop seeing them. They're all They're over everywhere. Brooklyn in particular. You should move to fucking suburban Connecticut, man. They're oh. Everyone the and their mama is driving one The farther of you go into New England, the more no, Subarus you know what? there are. The real <laughs>
0: thing that's happening up here in, in suburban Connecticut is everyone drives a fucking Tesla. And I feel like I'm in the Jetsons. Oh, like, wow. There's just Teslas Humble everywhere brain. and they don't have grills. They just have the dumb little like plastic fronts. And it's like they're just everywhere. It makes me feel like a dumb poor person driving around in my Volkswagen Jetta. That's still pretty good. It's fine. It's just not a Tesla, you know. Like, yeah, you can't compare to these dickheads driving around West Hartford, Connecticut. Muskvites,
1: these dirty yeah. Muskvites. <laughs>
0: um, I can't remember where we're at. Okay, so we're in we Realgum Tower. Tower. So, so yeah, we're we're here in Rialgum Tower, and we're uh, facing off against a lot of our former enemies. And Josh, I want to hear about how your
1: battle with Mirror B went. I would love to talk about after it. after this break. It was uh, okay. Uh, I forgot about this shit.
0: (laughs) Joshua, welcome back to Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. Welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome. We are in Rialgum Tower, the end game for Pokemon Coliseum. Yes. And we are facing a lot of our demons. Did you ever play uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater? No. You never played it? You don't like Metal Gear Solid games.
1: It's not necessarily i don't like them i never grew up with a playstation and i never really most of my friends had nintendo gear so i just wasn't really exposed to it and like bobby plays them and i observe whatever the last one was (sighs) Five, Uh, yeah and it's cool to look at but it's like it's too late for me to learn being interested basically there is no shade no shade to snake I love them. I like him in Super Smash Brothers. I've played every single one. They're very
0: fun. Uh, Jamie will watch. Jamie hates them, my wife, because they're like completely bonkers stories and they're not fun to watch. And like oftentimes it's me just like.
1: The story seems insane.
0: Sneaking around a tiny village, you know? And it's like, this is not fun to watch. But anyway, in Snake Eater, there's a big boss called the Sorrow. And his whole thing is that he's like a ghost whisperer and he can like raise the spirits of people that you've killed. And there's a whole section of the game where you're kind of like waist deep in a river, like making your way down a river. And every enemy that you've killed in the game so far will come out to confront you. Yeah. And it's like a trick that this bad guy the Sorrow is doing. Yeah. And if you don't kill anyone, it's a cakewalk, you know? But if you do kill a lot of people, then like you're you're like they've got all these like ghosts in your face like fucking with you, you know?
1: That's cool. That's
0: essentially what Realgum Tower is for us. We're yeah. going through all the enemies that we've vanquished previously. Yeah.
1: Starting with
0: that old rascal Mir
1: Yeah, you gotta go up against all four of your old nemeses and Mirabee, I mean, can I can I be honest with you? Yeah, Mirabee caused me some trouble this time. <laughs> pathetic, <laughs> so pathetic. I will say he's the only one who I lost to once, but okay. Well, that's, I open that's with not pathetic. I lost to Dakeem a couple times. Okay, well, all right. So we'll call it even. Yeah. I don't know who's more embarrassing to lose to because they both got some questionable fashion sense. At least Dakim is like a later boss. Well, okay, he's like the second one, and at least Mirabee is a gay icon. Well, maybe icon. Well, Dakim's no fucking icon. Dakim's a straight icon. <laughs> <laughs> don't need any more of those. <laughs> he's like uh, it's full. He, he's like uh, <laughs> Elon Musk and Joe Rogan and all thrown together. He does kind of look like a Chimera, kind of a thing of like toxic masculinity, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, um, yeah, okay. So we, you do face off against all these
0: bad guys. You had trouble with Mir B, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, I open with Ampharos, who I still have, because I assumed, you know, he's just gonna throw a bunch of Ludicolos at me. And he has adopted a Loudrid in the Interregnum Ooh, and period. wasn't the Loudrid
0: kind of a cutie, huh?
1: It actually did look pretty good. I just can't believe how much I've come
0: around on some of these fug Pokemon I used to hate. Maybe I'm becoming a real Pokemon fan, Josh.
1: Each generation where you see like new um new graphics, you kind of revise who you think is disgusting. Did Which I mention this the,
0: on Babysitters Club Experience? Did I tell baby the Bug Bug Babies what I got miles for Christmas? No. I got Miles for Christmas, uh, two pieces of propaganda. The first was related to my other podcast, Babysitters Club. I got him a graphic novel of Babysitters Club little sister number one, Karen's Roller Skates. Mm-hmm. It's for young readers, and he's a pretty young reader. Yeah. The other thing I got him was a meowth plush. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for him to be a
1: a Pokemaniac, you know? Meowth head.
0: Well, particularly a mouth head, yeah. But. You know, I am ready to introduce him to Pokemon. You
1: know? Did I did I say how I've also been I'm indoctrinating my nephews? Bobby's. Yeah, maybe we sisters, did talk about kids. this. Maybe we talked about maybe this. Maybe it was just since so friends. long. I don't know. It all blends together, but uh they're two and three now, and as soon as the first one turned one, I gave them this giant Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. Stuff Pikachu. Like just start yeah, you just gotta start laying the foundation. We're still holding the, holding a spot for
0: Detective Pikachu, because Uncle Josh claimed it. Yeah, you just tell me- Miles is not allowed to watch Detective Pikachu, the film, unless it's with you. So as soon as this pandemic's over-
1: As soon as it's, you know, appropriate. So Mirror B's got a loudrid now. Yeah, so this loudrid has Earthquake, which I wasn't expecting God, either. the earthquakes. The oh! Earthquake abuse was fucking rampant in this Ryogum Tower, and, you know, kudos- to the structural engineer on this thing because it did not come toppling down when basically everyone is throwing a fucking earthquake every Every, turn. Some Pokemon.
0: Every single one of Dakeem's
1: Pokemon had earthquake and used it liberally. Oh, yeah. It sucked. I only got out of that one by the skin of my uh, Flygon, which I had then, and a I only got out out of that one by the skin of my Manteenth. That's good. Yeah. That's good.
0: Who also flies for some reason. Yeah. And has fly moves, flying moves, like wing attack. Ooh. But can't learn steel wing.
1: I tried to teach it. St- I was like, oh, Mantine's that thing got. should be able to learn steel wing. It's a fucking manta ring. Gyarados, I get it. It's got little fucking tiny little fins. But a Mantine, but like, those are Mantine- giant flapping. Mantine learns oh, wing attack, whatever. which makes
0: sense because it's got big wings. But it can't learn steel wing? It's like, what the fuck? Very
1: confusing. Anyway. Mantine was wrong.
0: So Mirror B gave you trouble at those dang ludicolos, huh?
1: Yeah, um, him taking out the Ampharos in one hit was pretty devastating. And it's just snowballed from there. Pathetic. One of his ludicolos has an ice beam. Just two. I think he had three previous. And its ice beam one-hitted my Flygon as well. That was the other problem. So the first time you face Mirror B, he's got four ludicolos,
0: and a pseudo wudo, And the pseudo wudo is a shadow Pokemon who you catch. That's right. So he loses two. And this is tragic, Josh. Mira B, sometime between when we encounter him in Pyrite Cave and when we encounter him in Rialgum Tower, is down to two Ludicolos. He's lost two Ludicolos. That's so sad. And he's instead picked up a Loudred and a Golduck. And then the pseudo wudo that you stole from him, he's replaced with an Armaldo.
1: Yeah, and I I should really be building up a fellow, gay man, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I made a mistake. But yeah, he took me out. He got his vengeance. The Ludicolo's with their fucking rain dance and their fucking
0: Giga Drains, so annoying. It's like a play. It's a page right out of the Josh dead playbook. Yeah, and they Just got grain like dishes like sucking up their leaf seed. Yummy HP.
1: They're doing all the shit. God, it's so annoying. Yeah, that battle took forever. That was honestly the hardest one for me. Oh yeah, one of, of them has rematches. Rain Dish. One of them has Rain Dish too. Yeah, that's the annoying part. Rain Dance and Rain Dish and Giga Drain. It has Dive as its other move, which is also annoying because he disappears. It's the same as Fly. He that disappears for a turn. That's actually a better move set than the Ludicolo that I ran. I like Dive instead of Surf. That's smart. Well, you can have Surf too.
0: You can have Giga Drain, Dive rain dance and surf with rain dish as your
1: ability no but i want leech seed but you got giga drain what's the point of leech seed and giga drain because leech seed is is absorbing health even if Every you're term. underwater right, right,
0: right yeah yeah
1: so you set up all that shit and then you just die maybe you don't need giga drain then i don't know man yeah that's good i've ever run a if i run a ludicolo again i might rip that you know set. what you want to maybe do here's an interesting idea
0: for this Ludicolo. Yeah. Ability, rain dish, move set, dive, leech seed, rain dance, and whirlpool. Yeah. So you, you drop the leech seed on them. And then they can't escape. You drop the rain dance, and then you dive. And while they're caught in the whirlpool, you're out of reach, and you're just constantly sucking their HP.
1: Yeah, I still think that whirlpool's damage is just too low. But they're stuck, right? Isn't? Aren't they stuck? Can't they not move? I think they can move. They just can't.
0: Uh, they can't retreat, though. Well, maybe that's interesting. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting. So, Mir B, we beat him. I beat him. You struggle. Yeah,
1: I beat him after that. I mean, you can just run up against them infinity times, and you don't like lose money if you lose.
0: Yeah, yeah. You just wake, you white out, and you wake up somewhere.
1: There's a central dome that has a save center and a, a healing desk or whatever. So, yep. you just wake up there.
0: Next up, the next one you encounter is Dakim, the second boss that we faced at Battle Tower originally. He's back. Yeah, mail Battle. He's got sort of a whole interesting new team. I don't think he has a single
1: Pokemon that carried over. I don't think so either. It's like Wish cash, and let me say, that Wishcash was pretty festive.
0: Wish Cash is nice. Hound Doom. It's, it's such a shame because Hound is, Dower is such a cutie. And Houndoom is such a non-cute. Like a hellhound. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. I like it. I'm also finally willing to say that the th- Pokemon Coliseum 3D graphics. Say it. Opened up my eyes to something, which is that Flygon is kind of cool looking.
1: Yes. Very cool. Vibrava it still sucks. Well, Vibrava sucks stats and looks wise. But Flygon's kind of cool. It's like it's little,
0: it, It's little. clear that its eyes are like goggles. Yeah. And there's like little eyes underneath the goggles. I don't know. It's kind of cool looking. I, I didn't hate it. It moves very elegantly. Yeah. But then he's also got a Claydol and a Fortress, which are fucking Oof, heinous. Tanks the whole
1: fucking team.
0: And let's count how many po- of his Pokemon have Earthquake. One, two, three, four of his five Pokemon have Earthquake. God. Yeah, that was a nightmare.
1: Sucked. Yeah, this is where I had to just have Flygon out with uh, Jumpluff because Flygon had Earthquake and then Jumpluff is part flying. Yeah. So I was Earthquaking them when they would try Earthquaking me. And then meanwhile, Jumpluff was doing a lot of damage to Wishcash, Claydol, because of uh, weaknesses. But it was still rough. Yeah. How'd you do with Dakeem? It sucked. I didn't beat him the
0: first time. He beat me a couple times because of his dang earthquakes. I just like I only have one Pokemon who's not susceptible to earthquakes and like everyone else is either like weak to them or like super weak against them. You know? Yeah. It's surprising how many Pokemon are super weak against earthquakes. Yeah. And then like the sucky part is like a few of his Pokemon like Claydol and and um Flygon are impervious to earthquake. Right. And then like Forretress has what's his ability sturdy yeah it's like he can hold up against it you know like it's not gonna kill him in one hit you know right it sucked he beat me a couple times but I eventually bested him and had to waste a lot of money on fucking
1: potions and shit he's got that brutal fucking uh, three of them have sunny day and solar beam as well so like they're just constantly setting each other up I guess this is kind of what I was saying with the shadow Pokemon lab too so you get one of them and it gets out a sunny day and then it gets killed, but then the other one comes out and it just pops off a fucking solar beam. Yeah. Impressive. I mean, he did go down. He did go down eventually.
0: So then we're we're onward
1: through these little bubble cities in the oh, yeah. Realgum Tower to
0: Lady Venus, who I feel like we just interacted with.
1: Yeah, you have to fight two little peons to get to her. These little peons, they're like guarding the door to get to her.
0: Yeah, they're they're like the... They're one like the to her and then one to Ayn. Yeah, yeah. And they're the ones who are like... They're in their like cat suits. They're like skin-tight body suits and they've got their little helmets on with the little visors. And there's one of them called Cypher Peon Bela who attacks you. Yeah. Did you interact with her at all? Yeah, Bela, I fought her. Oh, she has got one of the ugliest teams... I've ever seen in my life.
1: (laughs) She's got Gloom, which I hate, obviously. God, the Gloom. We've covered that. So disgusting in this. She's got Jumpluff. Jumpluff is not bad. Well, it's fine. I still got one. Little cutie. It's too enthusiastic, but it's sweet. But then she's got this Pokemon
0: that the game insisted I try to catch because it was a shadow Pokemon. They're like, oh, you're going to be excited about this one, Tanner. (laughs) Here's a shadow Pokemon for you to catch. It's called Sunflora, and it's absolutely heinous Ugh. we put yeah. zero effort into this model we put zero effort into the animations it sucks to look at it's the way it moves sucks it's always just like undulating constantly like this it can't control its body it looks like and it's like head is always like stretching too far away from its body it's like when they first discovered 3d animation in like the late 90s and like they didn't quite have the like Keyframe animations figured out yet And like every now and then The like head would just get a little too far away And it's like this thing sucks to look at It was one of the worst Pokemon models I've ever seen Yeah And it's my You make me barf Pokemon of the week There it is
1: It's disgusting It looks like a Sunflower From Plants vs. Zombies also Except like a grotesque Deformed one. Uh, God, the way it moved. Like, this is not a
0: handsome Pokemon by I any stretch. I never like Sunflora. No, no, no. It's it's always, it's never been a, a good looking Pokemon. It feels like, honestly, I don't like
1: that it thinks that it looks good and Pokemon company probably way thinks too it looks good. It's, it's way, way sucks. too confident. It's way Yeah. Bug catchers, if you
0: have played or do play a Sunflora in any Pokemon game, Reach out to us. What's wrong? What's, what happened to you? I'm curious to hear from you and what, what's so interesting about Sunflora to you. And I'm also like, I'm not convinced that anyone ever has. I, I don't I think it's good. Legitimately think. Stats wise? Legitimately think no one in the history of humanity has ever run a sunflower. Why would you? It's just too bad to look at. It's too bad to play
1: with. It's a gross Sunflower. God, I just hate it. And it sucks in this game. Look at this gif. Is it from this game? No, it's from the anime. I'm just showing that it looks bad all the time.
0: It's not even redeemable in the anime. So who would
1: play it? I don't think so. Uh, then it looks like its feet are too developed. Ugh, I hate this thing. You see that? Yeah. It's hopping back and forth on its like feet that have toes. That sucks.
0: Why does it have toes? Why does everything have toes, Pokemon? They
1: don't need toes. They
0: don't need toes. You're and we just don't. playing into the fetish community oh, with that. We don't need Sunflora.
1: Yeah, I hate
0: Sunflora. Like, I, the second I saw it, I was just like, this, it, just absolutely the worst. I agree. I agree. Anyway, oh gosh, I was trying to find a, a video of it while we were talking uh, just to like get
1: my ire up again. We'll try to aggravate my humors if we can find one or bug catchers. If you have videos of it, send it to us. And seriously,
0: DM us or add us on Twitter at expsharepod if you have ever run us on Florida. Because I'm convinced, I'm conv- you know like there was like a Radiolab story a few years ago about like shows that have zero viewers, and they're like yeah. Every now and then, there's like a show they'll run on like a deep channel on cable at three in the morning that will literally have zero viewers. And I think that's the case with Sunflora where it's like, I think zero people have ever caught and run a Sunflora. I think that's true, yeah. I think it's purely just filler Pokemon.
1: Lady Venus was fine.
0: I didn't really struggle with her.
1: Yeah, after you take Bela out, then you just go in and fight um, Lady Venus. I didn't have a problem with her. She's got a Mr. right Bellawesome, Raichu, Wigglytuff, Melotic. Oh, and let's talk about Melotic for a second. Melotic knows how to handle itself. Where this game did no favors to Sunflora, <laughs> Melotic. They rolled out the red carpet for Melotic. Melotic can get it. Oh, yeah. Melotic is looking good in this game. It's got that sexy little fan on its, its tail. A, and like, sort of like slithering when it gets knocked back it will like put its tail up up in front of its face like a fan Ooh, so bashful it's like very alluring this melodic melodics looking good in this game and i was a fan of looking at it yeah the wiggly tuff is fun too actually i'll say that
0: the wiggly tuff's eyes bother me a little it bit. it hops around like a rabbit it's suffering from the same eye issue as jigglypuff or gigglypuff yeah but I, will, I also say that her Raichu looks pretty good too. Raichu is looking fly in, in full 3D render. Oh, Raichu always looks good.
1: Yeah, I, I beat her easily. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, She gives you the blue ID and then you got nothing left but the best.
0: Well, the last one is ein Yeah. Who
1: we literally just faced off against. Yeah, <laughs> like how did he even have time to get all these new Pokemon? Yeah, I got here quicker than you did almost. And they're not shadow Pokemon, so he didn't like manufacture them. He trained new Pokemon. Right. Ayn had a good strategy where his Rhydon and his Manectric both have Lightning Rod as their ability. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which will suck electric moves into it, and then it doesn't affect either of them. Right. And then he's got a Pelipper and a Starmie and a Crobat where obviously electric would be super effective on all of them. So he was actually pretty tough to deal with. Yeah. I didn't lose, but I had to do some clever maneuvering because I went into it with... Ampharos is usually one of my starters. Yeah. And he was nullified and he got like killed by Rhydon's fucking like dig or something.
0: And what a shame about Crobat, huh? Oh, man. What a cutie Golbat was and what a fucking ugly fug Crobat continues to be.
1: This one's a flip. I think Crobat usually looks better than Golbat. But Crobat in in this game Cube he looks like a he like, looks like a like wow. '80s nerd. He's just like, God, yeah. wow, I'm a like nerd. someone Dennis the Menace would take up back and just yeah go to town on
0: plus crobat and pelipper both have fly and
1: fly is just so God, aggravatingly annoying pretty, in this game yeah to see the fucking animation <laughs> where they fly up and then they just sit there with their normal like sitting posture <laughs> and every standing move in is i hate it so much yeah
0: yeah so i was i was annoying but i like weirdly didn't have any real issues with him like Somehow, Dakeem was the hardest one of all these
1: four <laughs> bosses that we faced oh, yeah, off against. Oh, Mirror but... B for me. That's even weirder. And
0: Mirror B for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah. anyway, so you beat these these four idiots, and then you get... Um, you get do a... you get an alert? After Ayn, you get an email from Egan, 7 slash uh, Bad Josh's grandfather, and it's like, Dear Bad Josh, this is Egan of Agate Village. I just wanted to let you know that this is my first electronic mail. I am not familiar with high-tech things, so I have only learned to type in words. Incidentally, if you were ever in... And then it stops. He's died. So it's either like, ominously, he got killed, or as it turns out. He's died. I mean, I went immediately back to Agate Village. Yeah, I didn't go. You just didn't go. So did you ever go? No. (laughs) Okay. It's pretty... It was very useful for me later, which we'll get into, but you go back to Agate Village to see what's up, and it just turns out Egan is a idiot old man. Sorry. I should say, I did go later okay. to unlock Pokemon Hearts, but I did not talk to Egan. Yeah, he just doesn't know how to email, Yeah, and he sent it before he finished the message. He mysteriously has a Master Ball, and he gives you a Master Ball. How'd he get that? To no fanfare, I thought
0: I thought Pokemon balls were illegal in Ore, and that he has this, he has the very ultimate.
1: fancy one that has been previously within the hands of criminal syndicates such as Team Rocket. Right, is very interesting that he happens to have his hands on it. Yeah, and why is he giving it to me and not his granddaughter is also fascinating. Yeah. But I took it. She's
0: not really a Pokemon trainer. No, she has no business. With
1: but it. and he's emailing me and not her is also weird. You guys have formed a close relationship, I guess, since you met. Yeah, he sucks at Pokemon, but... So,
0: you took a brief diversion over into Aga
1: Village, but
0: back at Realgam Tower, yeah. we have faced off against all the mini-bosses in the first half of the tower, and now we're in the second half, where it's kind of a... Uh, we're up in the tower itself. Yeah, you get and it's taken up an elevator. This sort of, like, luxe environment where everything is... Like, pristine and gleaming, the pseudo wudo statues are
1: as brilliant as ever. And as far as the eye can see.
0: Yeah. And there's also, like, slot machines and, like... A restaurant? There's a restaurant, yeah, which is dead. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like the scene in The Shining. It's just, like, this empty room with one person in it.
1: Yeah, and if you talk to her and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll place an order, she's like, well, kitchen's closed.
0: Yeah, kitchen's closed, and I'm about and to mop the floor with you. <laughs> yeah, everyone, all, everyone in this area, all they want to do is Pokemon battle, which is fine. Yeah, there's like six or seven battles in here. There's a uh, a Poke Center unit up here, so you can hear your Pokemon. Yeah, but first you have to face off against this guy who's just in the way, like lollygagging. He's like standing in front of it. Yeah, and then he's like, "Okay, excuse you. me, can I use the machine?" He's like, "Yeah, we battle first. It's like, "Oh." okay (laughs) it seems like you're taking advantage of me because you know i need to use the machine
1: yeah he's like oh i can't wait to uh, i'm so glad all my pokemon are fully healed and they're ready to go and they're like he turns around just takes advantage i mean he still got fucking crushed
0: yeah but then in the main room there's a uh there's an elevator that goes up and there's a reception desk in front of it and the elevator attendant the receptionist they're all trainers (laughs) they'll all fight you
1: yeah i went up into the middle of it to talk to the receptionist to get a little bit information about what's going on. What can I expect? And she's like, fuck you. Yeah. Let's battle. <laughs> get out. She's like, who are you here to see? And you're like, oh, um... <laughs> uh, What I'm was that guy see? earlier? God, what was his fucking name? Uh, this, uh, you know, I met this guy back in uh, Finac. He's got lit like hair. Net- it looks like a Medusa kind of thing, but yeah. it's blonde he's like a, a glam rocker he's kind of a glam rock guy and she's like oh i know who you're talking about battle me and i'll tell you yeah and her name turns out to be hunter aline and i crushed her but i was sad about crushing one of her pokemon who whom Lairon, Oh. which is Joshi's sweetie Laron was looking so good in this game. And we've talked about it before in the Fanula episode because it's got a really sweet battle cry too. His little like... <laughs> yeah, but then you see it in 3D. He looks like just like a cute little pup. Yeah, it's like a little puppy dog, but it's like steel rock, like sweetie. Just like sweet-y. a hard-ass little puppy dog. Dinosaur yep. dog, little fangs cool as hell what's not to like nothing honestly i like it i like it a lot yeah
0: my wife and i are fans of basketball oh yeah and her favorite team the toronto raptors just got a new guy whose name is aaron baines and he spells his name like aaron oh wow like the pokemon a-r-o-n
1: is he a pokemon fan i don't know Do we
0: know maybe his okay. parents are <laughs> yeah i guess that would be it right you know, I made a whole joke about how Aaron was pronounced like Aaron. I was like, isn't it funny if I called this Pokemon by a man's name? Right. But here's a man who has a Pokemon's name. What, how would you pronounce A R O N? Aaron. Yeah. No, you you made fun of me for pronouncing it Aaron when we were playing with them originally. Aaron or whatever. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Well, I guess so. It is a real name. So I, it's just Aaron. So that's your little sweetie, huh? LeRon? Yeah. Yeah, I like him, too. It's self-evident. There's nothing else to really say. It's obviously a sweetie. Yep. And it's good. Good mom. You're
0: making your way up the tower. There's a lot of little elevators, and um, all the the Team Cypher guys keep sort of evading you. Yeah, NASCAR taunts you. NASCAR, yeah. And at one point, you're making your way up an elevator, and a guy steps out of the elevator. And who is it? But that dang Team snagum villain... Gonzap. Gon Zap. And he confronts you and he's like, Yeah, I'm working with Team Cypher now. Because you blew up my
1: headquarters. Uh oops. And you have to face off against him and he's easy. Yeah, it, literally nothing. Easy GG. Caught his Skarmory also. Yeah, I caught his Skarmory too. Yeah. In fact, I'll I'll tell you how I caught it because I didn't give a damn anymore. And I'll remind everyone I'm bad Josh. You're bad Josh, yep. I used the Infinite Ball Glitch. Mm. Have you heard about this?
0: No. Are you are so are you right now admitting to me that you're the Um, the, (laughs) Mayor (laughs) Cheat? No. Are you admitting to me right now that you're the Secretary of Cheatsportation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, announced today. Secretary Transport, uh, Transport Secretary Cheat. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm Bad Josh. I don't give a shit. Wow, Secretary of Cheatsportation over here. At this point, I was like, I don't care. I just want to see how it works because I had learned about it in the course of doing this. I didn't know about it when I was a kid. But it's super easy, and I didn't use any of the Pokemon I caught as uh, Secretary, Transport Secretary Cheat. (laughs) Just Secretary of Cheatsportation. Secretary of Cheatsportation. So,
0: uh catches if you're not up on politics, <laughs> Mayor Cheat, a.k.a. Mayor Pete, a.k.a. Pete Buttigieg, was today, December 15th, as the Secretary of Transportation in President-elect Joe Biden's new cabinet.
1: Yeah. So, officially, it's no longer Mayor Cheat, it's the Secretary of Cheatsportation. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm Secretary of Cheatsportation, which is fine, because I'm bad Josh, baby. I don't give a shit. I did it in order to try it out, and uh, you can just watch a YouTube video. What is it? Once the shadow Pokemon is out on the field, your first Pokemon on your team, you have it use a Master Ball. I don't have that. Well, right, so it's irrelevant for you anyway. But it works with any ball. Okay. But I did it with Master Ball, so I don't even have to bother battling the thing. Okay. You select the Master Ball with the first Pokemon, and then... As that's its move then it goes to the second Pokemon and then with the second Pokemon you switch the position of the master ball In your inventory using the Y button and move it above or below it and then go back and use a move with that Pokemon and then it somehow Cheats the game into thinking that you were just using that second ball instead of the master ball So you can just keep capturing fucking everything with a master ball. Wow. That
0: is some deep state secretary of <laughs> cheatsportation
1: stuff Yeah, that you're working That's on that under subway kind of transportation.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, You did that to catch a Skarmory? Yeah, I wanted to just try it out as part of the experience because a couple of bug catchers had pointed it out to us. So you make your way up to Realgum Tower and finally you're in the, the end
0: end game. Yes. Up here. And golly geez, is it brutal. It's, it's the Realgum Colosseum. So it, it acts like a regular Colosseum. And keep in mind, like, the entire premise of this game is Colosseum. And until now, we've only done officially one. Uh,
1: well, you have to do the Pyrite and then this. That's it. Yeah. You did Pyrite Colosseum, and that was it. Like, you had the option to do a couple others. Like, we could have done. You can do Fenac, which I did do. Or the Underground. You could have done the Underground too. Because I had to to get um, the Giga Drain TM specifically. The Colosseums have the best TMs, but you're only required up until this
0: point to do one, which is the Pyrite Town Coliseum. That's right. So the entire premise of this game, Pokemon Colosseum, is like it's a lot of Colosseums. It's not. It's one until now, and when you're doing the Realgum Coliseum. Yeah, at the very which tippy top of this building sucks. God, it sucks. Like. Previous Colosseums that I have dealt with, both in the Underground and in Pirate City, you the game heals you between each battle. Yeah. Not anymore, <laughs> like. Yeah. You face off against four extremely challenging opponents, back to back without healing. Yeah. You just have to have the, the right gear in your items. So I died a lot. On these first four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is where I did a lot of my grinding okay. at this point because I, I faced like off against these first four dudes in the Realgum Coliseum and kept dying. So this is where I went back to Pyrite Town and started like grinding and, and churning out levels so I could get get good okay. for these dudes. Yeah. And also make money. I didn't have any money at this point. And like, I was like, I need to buy
1: some revives, you know? So yeah, the money is really rough in this game. It's a bad economy. I guess it is a depressed region. So yeah. So I had to earn a bunch
0: of money to buy revives and hyper potions. And then I came back and did it again with this team,
1: Joshua. All right. And it's level check. Level check. Uh, feels good to do a level check.
0: Dragon Ball Z. Oh, keep in mind, my character's name is Mr. Anime, and he right. is an anime boy, and he only likes anime, and all of his Pokemon are named after animes. Right. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Metacham, level 50. Metatite and Metacham stuck with me the entire game.
1: And that's really sweet, because it's like a devotion to your wife, because she likes and- Metatite. Honestly, they're and you didn't originally even like Metatite. Not awful. No, that's good. Not
0: a bad Pokemon. Like, we, we got some shit done together, you know? Yeah. Death
1: Note. Sneasel. Level 50. Previously known as Sneasel. Yep. Now he's called Death Note. And you kept the Sneasel, too. If your thoughts Decent. evolved on Sneasel. Yeah. Decent.
0: Not bad. All the ice moves, icy wind and, and shit like that, not bad. Don't mind it. Don't mind any Pokemon that has, like, an area of effect move, you know? That's attacking everyone.
1: Especially in this one where you got the doubles. Yep. Akira, Mantine, level 51. Mm -hmm.
0: Fine. Nothing. Not remarkable. Just solid three three seed. Cowboy Bebop, Entai, level 49. Okay. One Punch Man, Raikou, level 48. Pathetic. And Naruto, Meganium, level 50. So my, I think my team is largely untouched from last week.
1: I just stuck with what I knew. couple that didn't break that 50 barrier. It's too bad. Yeah, I kind of, and we'll get into this. Although impressive, actually. We'll
0: get into this when we talk about clear eyes, open hearts can't lose. But I, I thought there was going to be a strategy with the legendary dogs, and I was getting excited about it, and then okay. abandoned it. So that's why Entai and Raikou are not quite up to, to snuff.
1: Well, Tell me about your team. All right, so I'm Bad Josh. All my Pokemon are named after things that I, good Josh slash cool Josh, don't like. Mm-hmm. Manny, pillow swine, level 50. That's the character from Modern Family? No, I think he's probably okay. It's Ice Age, the mammoth.
0: Who's seen Ice Age?
1: Who hasn't? Me. Me. Okay, well, you're going to, because you have a young child. I'll, I'm i probably gonna keep him away from that. Did Ice Age miss you? I saw the first one in theaters, or am I just like an idiot? I think it missed me slightly. <laughs> I could be. Here's what I remember about Ice Age.
0: I've never seen it. I only saw the first But one. when I was a... Which came out I was in a 2002. Freshman in college, I shared a room with my roommate, whose name was Brody. It's troubling. And he was a very fun dude, but not my kind of people. Okay. You know, he he was the kind of dude who would yell out of our dorm room window anytime a girl passed. He would yell out of our dorm room window. Ooh, girl! He would say that every single time a girl passed our window.
1: And did that ever
0: work out for him? Uh surprisingly, yes.
1: God, really? That's not the answer I was looking for. He had Jesus. he had a lot of sex
0: in our shared room. Oh. But Brody. Brody. what he did every night is he would put on a DVD and it would be one of three DVDs. And I don't remember the other two, but I remember distinctly he would put on the Ice Age DVD because I would wake up every morning. Uh. I would wake up very slowly every morning. To the menu sounds, the repeated on a loop menu sounds of the Ice Age DVD of like
1: oh. the
0: sloth and the saber tooth tiger and the like woolly mammoth like oh. doing little like sounds.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. ah! <clears throat>
0: on like a 32nd loop endlessly for hours oh god and that's my that's all i know of ice age
1: well i think i just saw it in like when i was a sophomore in high school and i didn't like i didn't like the mammoth design and i really don't like it now this clearly vindicates Manny sucks and your Pillow Swine sucks Uh, Pillow Swine was not a good investment but I had to double down Mm -hmm. because kind of how I feel about a couple of my Pokemon Metacham it was down to the wire and it was level like 46 and I was like fuck it no I'm just gonna keep leveling this fucking thing like I don't have time for this yeah so then we have Greta been with me the whole time Espeon yeah and that's
0: Greta Thunberg it's the Greta
1: Swedish, the sexual climate right activist who Gremlins. you've decided that you were <laughs> against. Well I like her but bad Josh would not like Greta Thunberg Your to Id. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the opposite of me. So regardless of if it's Greta the over-sexualized woman gremlin from Gremlins 2 or Greta Thunberg the either way. climate
0: right activist.
1: Climate rights activist. Either way, Bad Josh doesn't like it. Yeah. Or rather, he wouldn't name it Greta Thunberg because he doesn't like her. It's complex. Corncob Ampharos, level 51. Okay. Fly, this one's new. Flygon, What does that mean, fly? You don't like flying? I don't like flies. And then I also thought that Bad Josh would think that the fly on Pence's head was funny. Oh, and it's ripped from the headlines. It's like Pence Fly. It's probably what I should have just named it to be more straightforward. Right. But and
0: ripped from the headlines, and that's still it's like so relevant now. On December fifteenth, we're all still talking about Pence Fly.
1: Yeah, with this episode, is a time. The names are a time capsule in a lot of ways.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: jalapeno, typhlosion, like fifty-one. I like them, but I can't eat them. Fragile Norwegian stomach. Yep, chipper, Jumpluff. 50 that's straightforward i don't like super enthusiastic people
0: yeah that all makes sense to me
1: yeah that's it there they are before we go
0: and before we talk about the end of this game i want to talk about any new pokemon we caught and potentially even like started to or finished unlocking the hearts of in our segment for this interstitial series clear eyes open hearts can't lose Did you have anyone who you tried to bring onto the team this week?
1: I caught a Heracross and a Metagross uh, from some of these fuckers, and I thought about both of them at a certain point, and I did start hacking away at opening their hearts. Mm -hmm. And after I made it like two battles in and I saw like a millimeter of progress, I was like, no. I can't live like this. I used a time flute on Vibrava which became Flygon. Yeah. Vibrava so bad. Yeah. That I couldn't sit through it dying. Yeah. And then I I gave up. And I just doubled. That's when I doubled down Pill Pillow Swine.
0: Ugh, disgusting.
1: How about you? I caught Suikune and so I noticed that
0: um, Entai has Sunny Day, uh-huh. which empowers plant moves,
1: fire moves.
0: Okay, fire move.
1: But it allows solar beam to be mo- used in one move rather than two. And this is... And solar beam's a grass move. This is uh, a hit segment called... Uh, what's it called? Oh, what was it called? T- Tanner, t- like... Uh, miss, uh, match-up miss, mayhem. Match-up mayhem, Yeah.
0: So I saw that Anti had Sunny Day. I saw that Raikou, who's on my team, had Rain Dance. And I was like, what's Ra- why does Raikou have any business like empowering water moves? And I was like, oh, I see what's happening. Sui Kune must have some kind of move that empowers up Anti or Raikou, right? Mm. So maybe he's got some kind of status affecting move that must power up Entai and Raikou, and the game wants you. To have all three in your team synergizing off of one another. So I was like, that's cool. That's awesome. I'm going to unlock Suikune fully.
1: Oh my god.
0: And that's what I did. I unlocked Suikune fully. And you know what Suikune has? Rain dance. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) Same as Raikou. And immediately jettisoned. I was like, no, I don't need Suikune. (laughs) I have Mantine. And I don't. I thought there was going to be some cool, like, fun, like... You know, set the weather and let you let the other legendary dogs have fun, and that's not the case. No, and it's I, a little I, bit mashup, may, up mayhem. Yeah, and it's a little bit this game fucking with me, because
1: like, what business does Raikou have with Rain Dance? I, I mentioned that earlier with the with the with I'm... Normally, Thunder has like a seventy percent chance of hitting. If you use Rain Dance before, it has a 100% chance of hitting, so it becomes very, very good. Well, I didn't know that. And Raikou has Thunder, so you'd use Rain Dance. And Rain Dance. And then Thunder. Or you would have the Suicune out there, and it uses Rain Dance, and then Raikou uses Thunder because it's double-teaming. Well, that's not what we
0: did. I I unlocked Suicune fully, but then didn't put it on the team because I wasn't interested in having another Pokemon with Rain Dance. Um, I also really like the Heracross and unlocked it fully, and thought about oh swapping God. out Heracross for Metacham. But Metacham and I have been in through so much together, so I decided to abandon Heracross and stick with Metacham for the end game.
1: Metacham, I think, would have been more useful in this final battle anyway because it's got the Psychic plus Fighting. Yep. Heracross, I was like, I don't think this is going to be worth it, even though I love it. Let's get through this final battle quickly.
0: Yeah. Because we're going long, but yes, you do do four matches in a row. They suck. You cannot heal between them. You have to have lots of items on you or else you're hosed. Right. But, you know, you do it and you get it done. And then you face off against the big baddie. Nascar. Who you think is the, the
1: head of Nascar? Cypher, Nascour, Nascar. Nascar. We'll call him Nascar. He's tough.
0: Yeah. He's got some baller
1: Pokemon. Yeah, he, he's got Gardevoir, Zatu, Metagross, fucking does Dusclops. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, Rain, Metagross, and Gardevoir were a fucking nightmare. Zatu did a fair amount as well, because it just confused every single one of my Pokemon. Yeah, and it's got Psychic... Luckily, you do heal. You come off those four
0: battles, and it like miraculously yeah, it heals, heals you it. between those four battles and NASCAR. But you beat NASCAR, right? Yeah. And you're like, great. And you think you're done. Done. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. No. False. Wrong. There is a shadowy head behind all of that. It turns out that Cypher is not run by NASCAR. Cypher is run by Eviche. Eviche. Cipher Admin Aviche, who is the kindly rotund mayor of Fenac City, Eskade. who we encountered
1: early in the game, being harassed by Nascauer. Yeah, sorry. Did you say Escade? Escade was his name, or I guess it's Escade. Escade, yes,
0: yeah, Escade. He steps into the ring and he looks like the jolly old Escade, but then he kind of shifts. And his disposition turns dark. And he begins floating like Baron Harkonnen.
1: Yeah. From Dune. You've ever read Dune? I actually haven't read it yet. And it's on my list now. Oh, the book is so good. But I've watched the movie multiple times.
0: The first three books are so good.
1: I was going to ask you and Jamie to recommend which version I should get.
0: They just came out with new versions, which are very handsome.
1: That's what I want. New editions. I want the yeah. handsome version.
0: Get the first three books in the new editions. They're they're great books, and the new editions are so handsome.
1: Yeah. I've always loved the movie, but I want to read the books now that that new movie is coming out. Avicii. <laughs> yeah, Avicii. Uh, and I want to, before we get into it, this is a trainer danger for Avicii. <laughs> okay.
0: Is <laughs> it the floating?
1: This fucking guy, uh, Escade, Escade, whatever, who turns into Avicii, slash Avicii, um, he f- he flips around in the air, I took a pill in a pizza, What? And took a pill and a biza. A you mean? Abita. Yeah. Because Avicii said said it's cool. And then he died. Oh, God, of an overdose. We can't, I, I think. F- we can't use that name. Avicii. Avici. Avicii, avicii. Like avicii. Ce- Ceviche. It's a av- a viche. Yeah, it's a it's the word ceviche without the C on the front. Aviche. Aviche. So Aviche. Jumps up in the air, twirls around in a grotesque fashion, and then he turns into basically Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, he looks comically villainous. Like he's this plump man with crazy hair, a fucking giant handlebar mustache. He jumps around constantly and makes earthquakes, which presumably are caused by him farting. I mean, I look at this man and I don't okay, see someone with great gastrointestinal health.
0: Very Baron Harkonnen.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: with his little air suit.
1: So this is the the trainer danger here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's gross. And also, he fucking thrashed me like eight times. It's a nightmare. I mean, this is what I was saying. We're like, they throw you up against this guy where you think you're still like, oh, yeah, sub 50, like 55 level, level 55 or whatever. No, I had been thrashing everybody with like level 47s and shit. And then he comes out with level 60s. God,
0: he's just brutal. And it comes after uh, you've already battled five people in a row, and the first four you couldn't heal after. You know, like you've used up all your items.
1: You know, yeah, you do get healed before this one at least, but you have no. But you still items used left.
0: up all your items. Yeah,
1: like it sucks. God, it's so God, tough. It. The first time I fought him, he opened with the Salamence and the Caesar yeah and this salamence uh, he's got good ass Pokemon oh my god too. it's salamence caesar sloking machamp slacking tyranitar which is the But like one.
0: even the even the scrubs on that team even sloking and slacking oh are like pretty fucking brutal the earthquake
1: from that slacking
0: yeah they're tough
1: oh my god
0: he was really difficult to beat, but I, I did best him finally. And then it's revealed that he is the head of Team Cypher, and he tries to escape on a helicopter that he has programmed to come and pick him up. Yeah. But then for some reason, Ho-Ho, the legendary bird, sweeps in and swoops in and destroys that <laughs> Destroys helicopter. it
1: with a fireball?
0: it's so weird and then everyone in the audience is just like oh it's ho-ho so magical
1: and then they arrest (laughs) avici yeah johnson and whatever the chief show up sure it's like sherlock or something (laughs) like that it's like shirley or something get get the gang back together for one last caper yeah yeah they arrest him and and not really acknowledge that this like legendary bird of lore no, they the do helicopter. acknowledge. They spend
0: like five minutes. Everyone like is like, "Oh, it's ho ho," and then like ho ho keeps flying over. It. It's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> okay, ho ho's here, yeah. and then that's and then credits roll. Yeah, and that's the end of the game, and you've beaten it. And there's a robust like hours long post game where yeah. you kind of go back. You immediately, as soon as you're done with the credits, you get an email, and the email says hey, it's net, like, I, I've i figured out the rest of the, like, list Code, of shadow yeah. Pokemon. Go around and start finding them. The first person you want to start with is Kale in a Pyrite Pyrite,
1: tale. yeah.
0: So I did that, and I went and fought Kale, and, like, yeah, he's got a shadow Pokemon you can catch. But it's, like, at that point, it's just like, nope, I'm not doing any of this endgame.
1: Yeah, we... We're going to the same old places. You, the new one that you get is the Snagum hideout. You go back to your old stomping grounds. Not interesting. But you're still fighting the same people, and we don't need all these shadow Pokemon. So
0: on to the next game, Joshua. Pokemon Gale of Darkness XD, which will be starting next week. And we're doing it in so.
1: three episodes only. So if you decide to...
0: To play along for some reason, and keep in mind, we do not encourage you to play along. But we love it if you do. If you do, it's fine. Uh, We'll be playing through to the cipher lab Lab. next week. So, until then, Joshua, I have been your friend, Titaner Tar, we're friends, aka Tanner Greenring. Yeah, you have been Pori Josh, two, aka Joshua Felstead. Joshua Fielstead. And this has been Experience Here, a Pokemon podcast. Joshua, Bug Catchers, please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It, I, I say that every week, and I have sort of got it down to a, a, ignorable patter, but please do not ignore it. Please do go and do exactly what we ask you to. It does help us immensely if you go rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.
1: Especially now after we're coming out of a hiatus. We need the promo.
0: Yep. Do also follow the show on everywhere that you follow podcasts on, like Spotify and Stitcher and Overcast and all that kind of stuff.
1: And then follow us on Instagram and Twitter at expsharepod and on Reddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Bugcatchers. Bugcatchers. Hosted uh, moderated by our friend and friend of the podcast. Mike Levine, Mike Levine, aka Nocturnal, on the subreddit, who is now canon in the podcast too. We had uh, we had fun playing a Pokemon Trading Guard game online. I've played it a little bit more since. And Tanner, I'm if you want of, to get I, back into I'm it, I'm kind of interested in getting into it again. I think we have, we're maybe gonna get into it. It seems fun. It's just hard when we're playing these games yeah, all the time. It kind of takes a occasionally. Of time. You need a break from Pokemon, you know, just to level. With <laughs> so you all play of you. other Pokemon games. Yeah, it's one where... Instead of
0: like, I don't know, maybe the uh, next-gen games you've got on your next-gen
1: system that you bought. No, I'm not playing Cyberpunk 2077 until they release it for the PS5 yeah, because everybody says it's a fucking nightmare. It's so. not. It's fine. It's f- completely playable and fun. We'll see. Fun, even. Well,
0: I'm going to play it. Bug catchers, thank you for joining us. My name has been Tanner Greenring. I will catch you all next week for Pokemon Gale of Darkness XD. Joshua, goodbye. Smell ya.